Hang on. Here we go. Are you ready? I mean, are you really ready? Are you ready to open up like a like a clam under the soft, warm, laving waves of spring? Under the soft, the soft singing birds of note. Now hang on, here we go. From what I'd like to take a picture of you. You're the most colorful native I've seen in this town. And I'm just a tourist, and I'd like to take a picture of you back to show my daughter, Marie. <laughs> she stood me up against the wall there. And after she was through taking a picture, I said to her, Why why you take why why'd you take my picture, lady? She said, Because you got cheery cheeks. Like 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 Santa Claus. <laughs> Santa Claus. <laughs> Santa Claus. All my life, you've been telling me I look like Santa. All my life, I would like to grow up looking like Santa Claus. When I was ten years old, I had to play Santa Claus at the church Christmas festival. Because I looked like Santa Claus. I begin to hate Santa Claus. Everybody chuckling at me. <laughs> that was the biggest joke down at the hardware store when I was twelve. <laughs> Where's your reindeer, Santa? <laughs> How are things at the North Pole? <laughs> I am not Santa Claus. I am not Santa Claus. Would you like me to tell you a story, a bedtime story, Sonny? I'll tell you a bedtime story one time I'm walking down by the I&E railroad tracks over past the Erie Yards. I'm walking along and it's a sunny summer afternoon. One of them long June afternoons you have once in a while. Seem to go on forever. I'm walking along, it's a beautiful day. And I come up to these two bums, these two hobos, 
just a couple of bows sitting there by the side, and they're cooking up some slum gullion. I'm walking along. Just, just let it go in the next track, son. Just let it go in the next one. That's it, just the next one. And I'm walking along there, and I, I see these two bows. I guess maybe I was about 15 at the time. And I had been told ever since I was a little kid to watch out for hobos, to watch out for these bombs. And I'm walking along kind of on the other side of the track trying to pretend like I don't see him. when all of a sudden one of them called out and he said, Hey, Sonny, Sonny, come here. <laughs> Nothing I could do, so I went over there to see what he wanted. And the big one said to me, Sonny, how'd you like some slum? We just about to throw it away. Would you like some slum gullion? Well, I was a kid, and a kid is always hungry. And it smelled off good. And so I said, sure. I'd like some slum. Slum gullion, is that what it is? And the man laughed and said, slum gullion. Everybody knows what slum gullion is. <laughs> So I ate a slum gullion that was cooked up in a Campbell's tomato soup can. Oh, it was good. It was awful good. It was made out of onions from the fields. Hamburger, red beans, and fire, and sky, and ground. I ate that slum gullion and I've never been the same since. Never been the same since, Sonny. I'd come home, and my mother, you never knew your grandmother, did you? She says to me, What's that stuff you got around your mouth there? Have you been eating? You've been spoiling your supper again? I said, No, Ma. She says, I can tell you've been eating. What have you been eating? Slum gullion. Slum gullion. Slum gullion. Where'd you get slum gullion? Down by the eerie tracks. You mean you've been eating with hobos? Yeah, hobos. You have spoiled your supper, and how many times have I told you not to go down by those railroad tracks with those bums? Slum gullion with the bombs down by the tracks. But I've never been the same since. I have never tasted anything as good as that slum gullion. Ever. I have tried everything. I have tried everything. Never tasted nothing as good as that stool. That's all it is, it's stool. Made out of onions, hamburger, red beans, and fire, and sky. Guess you can't get that in the supermarket. The sky, I mean. It's just a story. I 
you go on and go to bed. Don't mean nothing, son. Just remember, I'm not Santa. I'm not Santa Claus. And you get some sleep. <laughs> had the itch. You know what the itch is? <laughs> oh, do I have to tell you what the itch is? I mean, you're alive just like I am. The terrible itch. I get this awful itch in the springtime and in the fall. I have drunk lonesome water. I have drunk lonesome water. <laughs> but the thing that is the most pernicious digging, driving thing, I, I don't know, I think it, it's what makes us do all of this ridiculous stuff, is the itch. You know, it has never been recorded that the carabao had the itch, or a beaver or a rattlesnake ever gets the itch. You know what I mean by the itch? It's just the itch. It's the itch to, 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 to go, to, to go to Mars, to think further than your mind can think kind of run faster than you can run. I don't know, you know. It's the itch. And it's this kind of day that does it even more than other days. It's just sitting there like a clear, beautiful piece of crystal. You want to hold it and you want to jiggle it around in your hand and you want the light to go filtering through it and picking up all those blue and yellow highlights. It's that jiggling thing. It's that oscillating thing. You know, speaking of, of getting the itch, the, uh, I mean, it shows everywhere, all kinds of ways. It, uh, it's inescapable in so many ways. What do you think this is? Look at them. It's, it's... Oh, no. It's the whole crowd. It's, it's everybody again. It's everybody I've ever known again. Hey, there's... There's... there's Esther! Hey! Hey, Esther! Esther! Esther Jane Alberry. What's she doing beating a bass drum? There's, there's Alex Chosway. Hey, Al! Al! Oh, for crying out loud, there's Gasser. From the second platoon. Hey, Gasser. I thought you were dead. Oh. They're all there again. All of them. Every one. Look at the confetti. And look, there's Mr. Spone, my... Mr. Spone! When did he take up baton twirling? Hey, hey, Spone, Mr. Spone! My high school principal. When did he take up baton twirling? He's leading the parade. for all marching past. Wow. What an image. How would you like to have your past suddenly march? Hey, hey, think of that. Talk about a horror mystery. Not a horror mystery, really. A terrible scene of, of stark, abject terror. Speaking of abject terror, this is W-O-R-A-M and F-M, New York. I'll be here until 1 o'clock in the morning. 
and among other things we have with us the paper book gallery and they have just opened a brand new store on 6th Avenue right at 8th Street well it's about three doors off of 8th Street next to the Howard Johnson which you know if you really begin to understand what the Howard Johnson is in American life when you see it in the middle of the village there is nothing more out of place in Greenwich Village than Howard Johnson it is totally completely out of place and it reminds you of the American Embassy in New Delhi you know <laughs> and I have a suspicion that that Howard Johnson is the tourist embassy it's the one thing they can cling to it gives them one feeling one small feeling of of security well right next door maybe three doors away is the new paper book gallery and one more note if you haven't done it do it soon because they they, they are not going to go much longer they, this is this is going to be the end of it pretty soon and it's this if you do not have the paper book gallery the paper book gallery catalog put a quarter in the mail and get it off as soon as you can oh by the way when you send for this catalog you get more than that you get about nine pounds of material that comes in a great big fat envelope and for at least 30 seconds you will feel vaguely important when you get this in the mail and I'll talk to Marty and we'll see if we can get it sent in a plain sealed envelope then you'll even feel more important the one that says adults only and on the top it says official business <laughs> but uh, what this thing is really it's 105 or 106 pages it's a big fat catalog of all the major paper books that are being printed and that are available from all over the world today and they're all available through the paper book galleries it's a good reference work it has uh, thousands and thousands of titles all of them are categorized under the the theme of the work involved for example poetry drama etc etc philosophy phrenology chicanery oh yes they're all listed there and you will find them listed under subject and this thing is uh, 106 or 108 pages millions and millions of titles and uh, it's all there and it's just for a quarter as a matter of fact the quarter doesn't even begin to cover the expenses involved in mailing this thing out to you and especially if you're a student I think you'll find this particularly valuable and and even more so if you live outside of the New York area. Uh, the Paper Book Gallery is one of the biggest mail-order paper book organizations in the world today. They mail their stuff all over the world, all the time. And as a matter of fact, their retail market, their over-the-counter market, is a small, just a small part of their overall business. And if you don't know about the Paper Book Gallery, just drop a quarter into an envelope and send it to Paper Book Gallery or just write paper book that makes it much easier paper book box 60 paper book box 60 new york 12 new york and uh, don't 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 send it off to me because i will merely go across the street and buy two cups of coffee and a piece of pie it's paper book gallery paper book box 60 new york 12 new york this is the address paper book Box 60, New York 12, New York. And in a couple of weeks, you'll be... Oh, and one more thing, too. Uh, you will be on their mailing list then. This is not a sucker list. Uh, they do not give it to anyone else, nor do... You know that one of the big businesses today, of course, is buying lists of one kind or another. You know that you are on a list that is bought and sold? Many of us are on sucker lists. And you know, they found out some interesting things about the sucker. And that is that he will buy time and again on the same thing. So this business of once burned, uh, it, it just doesn't work with mankind. It might work with cats, but it just doesn't work with people. 
that we have all been to a war and we are all just as sure as I'm sitting here before all of it is over before the last page has been written we will be to more but once burned it means nothing <laughs> once you're burned you just want to go back and try it again it's the old business of the wet paint and the red button you can't help but reach out and touch the red paint nor can you help but touch the red button the one that says total destruction if only to see what it feels like the old feeling again, of course, that it's going to be all right. You'll start all over again and start rebuilding. But if you haven't sent for this thing, drop a quarter in the envelope and just mail it to Paper Book, Box 60, New York 12, New York. The uh, implications are onerous. And speaking of the onerous, speaking of the, 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 the crowd of the onerous, stop. Stop. Hold it now. Just put your hand on it. Just hold it. Put your hand on it. Look. Can you imagine a scene like this? Now, this since it was late, and I presume that, that the chickens have chickened out by this time, and there's just us left. Hey, this is the Labor Day weekend, isn't it? You know, in, in, in radio, people who work in this strange world of television, radio, and showbiz of one kind or another, there is absolutely no no differentiation made, hardly at all. I, I, I don't know one holiday from the next. Just once, you know, I'd, I'd really like to have a Christmas off. Just once, you know, really, I really, really have a genuine holiday. Holidays are things which are almost abstractions to us in this business. It suddenly occurred to me, this is the Labor Day weekend. No wonder there's nobody out there. We, our big machine here, we have one of these uh, IBM audience counters. It's a VDOR system, and it has just registered that we have seven, between seven and eight listeners tonight. Yeah. It's varying because there's one guy who is just not, <laughs> he's looking for something he's not going to find, you know. He keeps oscillating, going back and forth between that Spanish station way down at the end of the dial and me. <laughs> he can't tell which is more surrealistic. But uh, the, the business, you know, of, of the audience. So, so here it is. It's suddenly, it's, it's the Labor Day weekend. This is their tag. Uh, this is the end of it all and the beginning of something else again. The beginning of another phase. And we have arrived. You know, we are, we are here. And it, it, it's, it's, again, all in the mind. That this Sunday is no different to me than last Sunday. You know, the one before that. You know, the one before that. But it is, in effect... And in actuality, different. It has to be. It is. I mean, <laughs> it had better be, you see. Now, are you ready? Since we've only got seven listening tonight, everybody else is out of town. That's in capital letters. Where do they go when they're out of town? I mean, what, what is out of town? I, I've never gone out of town. What is out there? What's out there? Well, I, I, I don't know. What? Well, I'm, maybe it is oblivion out there. But why do they want to go there, then? What, what, what brings them back here, then, you see? What, what, what strange attraction does that out there have, and then alternately we have here? A great movement. But now this is the point that we'd like to make. Since the kids are gone, since obviously the chickens have chickened out, nobody else is in town except us. There is a certain type of person who will not go out of town. And here we are. I'd like to draw an image here for you that I think is the kind of image that most of us are always brushing off, and yet it's the image that creates us. 
Can you imagine, about three o'clock in the morning, you're lying in bed. You're just lying there, you see, and you've had, oh, you've slept a little bit, and then you wake and you slept. It's a kind of, just a nothing sort of night. It's not hot, it's not cold. And just, you're just lying there flat, you see. And just bring it in real sore. There, almost just a suggestion. No, 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 no. Much lower than that. Much. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Way down. Way, way, way down. Way down. Way down. So you can hardly hear it. Way down. Now, lower than that. Lower. Almost off. Almost off. Even lower than that. Now, even lower. That's good. No, I, I want this for a special reason. Now, bring it up just a hair. Now, put your hand on it. Hold it there. Now, I'm showing you how radio production is done. So you're lying flat out, see? You're, you're just lying there, and the, the sheets are kind of clammy. That you haven't changed your sheets since Wednesday. It is now Sunday. You're lying there, looking up at the ceiling, and once in a while, that beam of light crosses. You know, a beam of light. A car is passing by. And you can hear the Venetian blinds rattling a little bit occasionally when the breeze comes in. You're lying there flat. And then something begins to gnaw away. You begin to sense that there is a sound in the air. A sound that shouldn't be there. Just a three o'clock in the morning sound. What is that? What, are you, what, what is that? It must be somebody's radio. in too clearly. You look out. You look down at the parking lot across the street. It's empty. 
Where's this coming from? It, 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 it seems to be coming from everywhere. Just everywhere. You walk away. Nothing is blind. You go into the kitchen. You drink some milk. You are now awake. You go back into the bedroom. You pry apart the blinds and look out for real this time. And you see somebody walking past. Down below on the street. And, and somehow you can recognize him. Even though you're 75 feet away and it's dark, you can recognize him. It's your third grade teacher. Miss Robinette. What in the world is she doing on 6th Avenue? This is insane. Hey, Miss Rob... Oh, no, it can't be. This is ridiculous. And she disappears. And another dark, shadowy figure. It's... It's... It's your cousin Warren. It's your cousin who was killed in the war. Oh, this is insane. This is... This, this is insane. radio is at. And Warren disappears around the corner. And there's another shadowy figure you're afraid to look. But you can't help it. You gotta look. Oh, I hear him singing. It's all the past. Oh. Who is that one? It's the chick. You took to the Valentine party. What was her name? Uh, uh, Mary Jane Spafford. Mary Jane Spafford, for crying out loud. She is still eight years old. Oh, oh the devil. How oh, come I, I can recognize her? You stand there, and you can't leave. It stays that way. Three o'clock in the morning, and every one of them, each one of them, Everyone you've ever known, everyone in your life goes walking past, one by one, on the dark Sixth Avenue of life. Whew. Oh, I wonder when is it my turn? When am I gonna? When is it my turn? Not her. Oh, hey, hey. Hey, Wesley. Hey, Wes, you remember? Wes, I'm sorry, Wes, for what? He's not listening. No, no, listen. You're not even looking up here. Hey, hey. Hey, Patty, Patty. Oh, there goes Patty Romain. Hey, Patty, Patty. 